So hello and a big warm welcome to you. My name is Marion Rose, PhD. I'm a Level 2 Aware Parenting Instructor. And today I have with me Aletha Salter, PhD, founder of the Aware Parenting Institute. And today we're going to be talking about screens in Aware Parenting. So welcome, Aletha. Thank you. Thank you. Good to talk with you. Yes, I'm so enjoying these. So screens, such a um, big topic, isn't it? <laughs> such an um, emotive topic as well, I think, for parents. And, and it is. A learning topic, and I think so much information and um, so many parents wanting clarity and understanding yeah. about screens. So I'd love to hear, um, what do you hear are parents' main concerns around screens? Parents have a lot of concerns. And I, you know, there weren't, it wasn't, there weren't all these devices available when my kids were little. So I didn't really have to cope with this to the parents. So at first I was feeling a little, you know, didn't know quite what to say. I don't have any experiences. I don't know what to do. But then, you know, my parents and, and really thinking about it. Yes. I've, I have come up with some, some guidelines. Um, I think a parents' concerns are you know, addiction, potential for addiction, um, violence from the violent video games, yes. um, you know, and, and taking away playtime. Is this really how children should be spending their time? Yes. Is their school going to suffer? Are they going to not interact with friends anymore? You know, um, as they get older, parents worry about who are they meeting online, you know, and then also online bullying, um, you know, some people, temptation to post nude photos, to look at nude photos, and, and, you know, getting information they might not be ready for. Uh, yeah. There's just a lot of concerns. <laughs> so, you know, so much you can do with, with these devices. Yes. Um, and um, they are addictive. They are. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So should we send out, send out empathy and compassion to all the parents and carers and anyone who's listening? As you, as you speak, I'm like, oh, yes, there's that. And there's so many things, aren't there, that are yeah. really valid concerns for parents right. to be. Let's do that. Yeah. Empathy. Let's empathy. Parents out there who are helping with this yeah. issue. Yeah. It, it's hard. It's, it's a difficult issue. Yeah. Um, and as you say, it's really new. I mean, we've, we've had increasing screens over the year, but we're really parents of this generation really facing something entirely yeah. new. Yeah, right. Yes. Yeah. So, so I'd love to hear what are you say. So you've come to these uh, recommendations and, and ways of seeing things. What, what do you, you know, what's your view on screens for children? Yeah. How do you see it? I, um, I researched this issue um, looking at the studies that have been done when I was just writing my newest book, Cooperative and Connected. So there was a section in that book on screens, and this is for ages two to seven, uh, you know, two to eight, two to eight. Yes. Um, so uh, apparently there was hardly any educational value for any kind of screen use uh, under the age of seven or eight. Um, in fact, there is some really negative consequences. I, the more children use screens, the, the, the lower their, you know, academic achievement, the lower their verbal abilities, the lower their attention span. Um, Violent video games do seem to uh, create more of a tendency towards violence, yes. uh, aggressive behavior. Um, 
I'm sure should, I send out, should we send out some more compassion to parents <laughs> as they're listening and empathy? Like, if you're feeling um, worried right now, there are things that you can do, really, because that's yeah. what you're going to be sharing. Yes. Um, so I, my recommendation, and this is probably unrealistic for many families, yes. no screens at all until the age of seven or eight. No TV, no devices, nothing. No video games until the age of seven or eight. Because it's really not what young children need to be doing. So, um, and so if, if parents do have screens, to balance that. And some schools use them from ages really early on to balance that with active activities, real life activities, real games, board, old fashioned board games, you know, um, have family game nights, real games, not video games, um, to just try to balance that. Um, Yes. I think there's a temptation to use screens as a babysitter to, you know, they do keep our children somewhat mesmerized, <laughs> occupied. Um, and and I, I understand, you know, parents are busy and, and it's very tempting. And it's I don't want anyone to be hard on themselves. You know, I certainly would have been tempted i know when my kids were little you know a half hour how could that hurt you know kind of this thinking you really need to make some phone calls i really (laughs) um and you know i don't think a half hour here and there is going to hurt i i think i think there's there's i'm trying to counteract the misperception that oh these devices are educational for children yeah they're not before the age after the age of eight children can benefit in some from the educational activities you know educational learning games and activities on on screens on devices but not before the age of seven or eight so um so i think yeah i think that helps you know i mean there's some things that are marketed as education for for four-year-olds five-year-olds two-year-olds they're not (laughs) we're much better off I, i i children would benefit much more i feel from Arguing with their siblings and watching. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Should we, can we call you on that? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. sibling fights, arguing with your siblings, having a, you know disagreement, that's real life. That's interaction. Um, and the screen learning is quite passive, yeah. even when, even when you, know, you're, you are pushing buttons and interacting or being touch screen or whatever. It's still not how children learn best. Yeah. Yeah. Before the age of eight. Yeah. So if parents are watching and listening and they have been uh, using more than that, is there a way that maybe they can, um, and and also acknowledging, you know, their needs and our needs that sometimes, yes, it's going to be absolutely a really helpful way to when, when we need to do things to meet everyone's Mm -hmm. needs, but is there a way that they could kind of come back away from that? Do you have strategies to help? Um, I think one, one thing, is to 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 counteract the one big issue that is it means is the disconnection that can occur between yeah. parents and children and yeah. between children disconnected from themselves from their feelings so one thing that parents can do i mean if parents are trying to ease their children out of screen use <laughs> um, is to to do it with them do the games with them connect with them around it yes. make turn it into a power reversal act really stupid like i don't get this how do you do that you're so fast how do you get all capture all those people whatever it is um (laughs) wow this is that's you know 
just get them laughing, ask them to explain it to you, ask them to tell yeah. you what it's like. So connect with them around, around screen. That. Yeah. I'd love to um, share an experience I have that with that okay. my son. I do, I call it present time, as you know, you, you have the uh, term non-directive, um, I can't even remember it. Not, <laughs> non-directive play. Yes. Yes. So I call it present time and we okay. have present time and screen present time. And when I do screen present time with him, we, he, he will be showing me things. So I don't need to pretend to not know. And I don't need to pretend to be like, I don't know what I'm doing. And for me, it actually really helped me to see uh-huh. he's internalized uh-huh. all the ways I've been with him. And that's actually where I see it because uh-huh. he's uh-huh. very compassionate and he shows me how to do things and he'll, mm-hmm. you know, in the game, he'll make himself lose 10, thousand mm-hmm. times so that he'll help me do it and it's so mm-hmm. i find that a really helpful way of us connecting, yeah, connecting around screens yeah. and and as children get older you know would you would you like to show me the the photos your you know they're your friends your, your friends have posted on whatever the current thing is snapchat or whatever they're called <laughs> instagram <laughs> i mean all these that was something new um um you know ask them about to show an interest in their screen activities. It's a way to counteract the, the disconnection that yeah. can occur. Yeah. So helpful, isn't it? So connection's one of the ways, other, other ways yeah. to help. Yeah. Uh, well, look for what needs are being met. Uh, you know, what are, what, what are children's needs around this? What do they need? If they just, maybe it's just stimulation. Maybe it's entertainment. Maybe they're learning something. Yes. Look for additional ways to meet those needs our needs what about our needs we need time where children aren't bothering us maybe look for other ways to get that need met um so kind of looking at needs is can be helpful yeah so So it's really applying aware parenting is like what's really looking at those three reasons what's going on are they learning things are they do they have needs here that i can meet in other ways or they can get met in other ways Mm -hmm. or do they have pent up painful feelings that they're Mm -hmm. using to repress through the screens to repress those yes and that can happen with screen use the the children who do get addicted very often it is children who they they do have unhealed trauma or stress often and they would benefit from more listening and more crying probably or or it's 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 covering up maybe they have social anxiety or they don't have any friends or so that that's kind of you know a crutch that they turn to a distraction to 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 kind of mask what their real needs are so i think it's important to be on the lookout for that If, if children are really not doing much with friends if their homework i'm talking about older kids now their homework schoolwork is suffering if their health is suffering certainly we need to intervene lovingly but sharing our concerns and say one thing i suggest is just say ask try to encourage your child to uh, try an experiment let's just try one day with me <laughs> unless they have to use it for school and more and more schools now are giving yeah. homework that's done on screens through the internet whatever but unless it's homework or something um no screen use for anyone in the family unless yeah, no, exactly. it's work or school related or necessary communication yes. but and how about maybe let's let's try one week <laughs> just how it works how things go just as an experiment yes or one day with no screeners and, and that one day with unlimited screeners. Yeah. Um, 
and then talk about addiction say okay how did that feel how did that feel um do we need to have an agreement here and with older children parents can actually come up with a contract okay let's work this out let's figure out something reasonable you know you've seen what can happen when there's no limits and it's hard because it's addictive let's let's talk about what what's a reasonable limit and get just get the child to agree to a contract. I call it a screen use contract. Yes. Okay, so one hour a day on school days, unlimited time on Saturday, nothing on Sunday. Sunday is family day or something. You know, family might come up with that. Um, yeah, and I do think children need help around. This. I, I don't think it's helpful to stand by and let them do it because it is addictive. Yeah, so is isn't it? <laughs> I know. Yeah. I mean, it's addictive for us. We yes. need to look at our own screen. Exactly, as well. We're kind of role model. Are yes, we? exactly. I mean, if we're, you know, we can have rules. No screen use at the dinner table. Yes. yes. You know, um, you know, if you're sitting together and everyone's on their little devices, that, that's not, that's, that's not. Not very connected. <laughs> very connected. And, and I love really bringing the aware parenting approach in is it's really, what I love is always looking at, and in any moment as well, I find that so helpful to remember. Connect first of all, connecting with myself, and then connecting with them. So it's not yeah. not coming from a, a should or a thought about what they're doing. It's actually finding mm-hmm. out what's really going on here and now. Is this mm-hmm. is that, are they meeting a need here? What's being interested, going in for connection, mm-hmm. and then finding out well, what do we need to do here? Do we need to? And I love you talk about family meetings as well. So it's coming, you yeah. know, the actions we're yeah. taking coming from a place of connection rather than you know, oh, yeah. power over or permissiveness in a way. Nothing, nothing else is going to work anyway. <laughs> no. you, know, I, you know, there's parents who take away the screens and, and, and take away the, the, the phone, you know, the smartphone. And, but, you know, children, I think we can accomplish the same thing by saying, let's just try and experiment and try the for a few days without using it, you know, whatever. Um, the, the authoritarian approach, children are just going to, do it uh, do it without getting caught you know yes, yes. they're going to go to their friends and use devices there or there yeah. um and then they're going to feel resentful and and we're going to feel resentful and we run out of power anyway the older they get i mean we can't you know power-based methods of control <laughs> oh, the time they're at 13 or 14 you know we yeah. have a whole lot of power we have influence but yes. We're using, you know, punishment. They, they'll just learn to yeah. hide. Stay away, stay away more. <laughs> Be more yeah. disconnected from us, won't they? Exactly, yeah. exactly. So we so need to, yeah. as with everything in this approach, we work with children, not do things. We don't do things to them. We work yes. with, them. with them. Yeah. Such a lovely approach. And I also love one of our other com- uh, conversations we're talking about, kind of like an experiment. And each day is a new experiment. I often see it like that. Well, let's have a go at this. Well, as a family, why don't we have a go at this? And we'll see what happens. And we'll all observe and we'll all, and then we can yeah. go back to the drawing board and do something else. And that's usually right. what happens. So right. it's a constant, and, you know, as, and as they get older and things change, we need mm-hmm. to change things. So mm-hmm. One more thing. I think yes. children, when they become older, they do need information about, for safety, like yeah. who, meeting people yeah. online. Yeah. They should be giving nothing more than their um, time zone. <laughs> That's all you need to play yep. a game with. Yeah. Your time zone, not your name, yep. not your phone number, not your 
Yeah. Nothing. Yes. So we do need to, you know, absolutely. We don't get together with people we meet Absolutely. Yeah. And I think we can give that information lovingly. Yeah. Um, and you know, they'll understand we have their best interests at exactly. heart. Exactly. Yeah. And as you say, you know, the more connected we stay with them and the more this becomes a, a discussions and, and trying out things and mm -hmm. contracts, the more they are going to tell us what happens and they're going to be engaged and share their concerns rather than going off and doing those things without telling us. So, yeah. so helpful. Mm -hmm. right. um, did, did you want to share anything else about that? We were talking a little bit about differentiating between when it's, an, when it's meeting need and when it's more of a, a repression mechanism or control pattern. Did you want to say yeah, when, it becomes, when it becomes a repressing mechanism control pattern, a, an addiction, basically, yes. um, I think the key is really looking for disconnection. Um, and then, uh, you know, sometimes it can look that way, whereas they're just trying to get to the end of a game. And after they mastered it, yes. they're willing to take a break, you yes. know, so there is, I think we need to be aware of, you know, if there's a contract one hour today, they might prefer a contract where they, they accomplish a certain level each day yes. or whatever kind of activities they're doing. Yes. I'm thinking more of these video games where they finish an episode or whatever it is, yes. okay, uh, rather than an actual time limit. Yes. So it can look like addiction when it isn't. Yes. Uh, but um, I think it's important to really, really be on the lookout for a child who's disconnecting from, from, from life. Basically. And, and I think um, it's, it's worth, you know, bringing it up then and really trying to um, help that child. I'd love to share a couple of things I found helpful as well. Is the same with any repression. I thought of it like, it's like any repression mechanism or control pattern is, you know, observing those kinds of things. Are they, are they suddenly wanting to go on a screen when they feel clearly upset or they fall over? Yeah. So that's a really yeah. clear sign. Or one thing I found really helpful to watch out for is, um, particularly with my son, is how is he afterwards? Is he is he uh, connected? Is he you know is he making eye contact? How does he yeah. feel in his body? Is he feeling relaxed? Or is he you know? And that was also a really yeah. helpful thing to really observe. How yeah, I like that to, to really when when they're using when they're using the screens. Is it, is it and they're clearly, you see, they're clearly upset and they stomp off, and they're, you know, and uh, that's, yeah, yeah, I like that you brought that up, yeah. So it's, well, it's really, it's the same, isn't it, in the work for web pending. In any case, we're observing, we're connecting, we're staying mm -hmm. connected with ourselves and whatever's going on for us and going mm -hmm. off and getting some empathy time if, we're, if we've got big feelings so that we can stay connected with them and, and really see what's actually going on for them, what they need. Yeah. Yeah, it's important to get support for ourselves. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lot, I think a lot of feelings come up. We see our kids doing these things. What's going on? I mean, I think the feeling is helplessness. Yeah, yes. Um, parents, yeah. the device is taking over their children's lives. It's very easy to start feeling helpless and frustrated and not really know what to do. And, exactly. Yeah, empathy for ourselves, finding support, getting with the parents. Um, and I don't, we don't, we need to stop blaming ourselves for our children's behavior. There's a whole culture out there that's influencing yes. our children. Exactly. And it comes into our homes with these screens yeah. very early. Yeah. 
happen. It's, it's a hard, it's a challenging thing. And really remembering that when I love, I really learned this from you is when we, when we feel helpless or powerless and we're not really addressing that or, or getting support for ourselves, that's when we're most likely to use power over or punishment or threats or harshness or, and then often yeah. things start to go really downhill because then they, yeah. then they need autonomy and choice and it often ends yeah. up not so great. So really that piece yeah. is important, isn't it? Yeah. And if we do the wrong thing one day, there's always another day. There's another Lots of practice opportunities. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. I think it's such an important topic for, for parents and I so appreciate your approach around connection and empathy for everyone for this. And if people want to find out more about your work, where can they go? Well, my website, awareparenting.com, my five books, the screen time chapter section is in Cooperative and Connected, my most recent book. There's also an article on my website called Coping with Teens and Screens. Yeah, there it is. And, and it's, it's just a list of guidelines for teens. Yeah, so that yeah, kind of supplements the information about younger children that's in Cooperative and Connected. So. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you, yeah. thank you, yay. And my website is marianrose.net and we have a whole series of these conversations. So if you enjoy this one, come and, come and listen or watch to, to the others. Thank you, Alita. I look forward to the next time we talk. Yes, thank you for your input and I enjoyed this conversation. Oh, yay, thank you, me too. <laughs> Bye. Bye.